everyone and welcome back to this week's episode of what's stopping you i'm your host kelsey jones and i hope you guys are having a great week so far happy wednesday and i just wanted to say a quick thank you to everybody for last week's episode and the relaunch of the podcast and the rebrand you guys were so incredibly sweet and i was just overwhelmed with love and support last week so i'm so so thankful for all of you guys and the community that we've built here and i'm so excited like i said last week for this year so i don't want to get too sappy at the beginning of the episode but Thank you guys, thank you guys, thank you guys. I cannot say it enough. Um, And I'm excited to create more content for you guys. So that is what I'm here to do today. So I just wanted to start off with a little recap of how my new year has been so far and kind of why I wanted to talk about this topic if you saw the title of the episode. But so far, the new year has been good. School has not started yet. I don't start school till like January 19th or 20th. Like it's usually the day after MLK Day, I believe. So I have a minute until school starts. I have a week. And so I've just been enjoying a lot of free time. But also I've been really, really intentional with that time, trying to get my whole month and year and just semester set up for success. I'm actually only in two classes this semester and it will be my final semester at college, which is absolutely insane. I cannot believe I'm graduating. These past four years have flown by, but also I was like reminiscing on it like a couple weeks ago with friends and I'm like, holy crap, my life is so different than it was four years ago. Like the things that I would do regularly we're just so different than what I do now. And so that actually ties really well into this episode and just how like uh, your lifestyle can change so much over, you know, four years of my life. Like I'm 21, four years in the grand scheme of things is a relatively short amount of my life. But yeah, so much has changed. And in this new year, I'm just grateful for what is to come. And I'm sure this will be a crazy year of change for sure as I graduate and move on with my life and move to New York City and all of those things. So yeah, I'm just spending these past few weeks like getting really set up for the podcast and yeah, just getting my life, basically getting my life together, getting organized. If y'all want an episode about kind of how I organize my life, because I feel like I'm an organizational freak. If you want an episode about that, please let me know because I would love to record that. Um, I could just like talk about organization forever. But today I wanted to talk about kind of building routines to change your life and I think I wanted to talk about this not just because it's the new year, like this is such a new year topic and I I did not mean for this to like coincide with the new year, but it's really inspired by a book that I'm reading and I'm really glad that I've started getting into reading this year. I'm trying to read a book a month if uh, I you didn't listen to last week's episode or you forgot. I'm trying to read one book a month, which is actually a big undertaking for me. I'm not usually a reader, but I've been reading this book recently and it's kind of really changed my perspective on a lot of things and it's kind of a book that I literally can't put down. Like I want to always be reading it. So I'm actually only 
about two-thirds of the way through this book called Get Out of Your Head by Jenny Allen, but it's just so good that I just needed to talk about it and like just put this all out there because you guys either A, need to read the book or listen to this podcast because I'm going to summarize kind of the whole thought process behind the book and how literally your routines and your behaviors and your thoughts are so influential in how you can change and mold your life and especially at this age which most of my listeners are 18 to 25 some a little bit older like I really don't have a ton of listeners that are like older than 30 but like your 20s are such a formative time and like really can set the trajectory for the rest of your life and I think that's awesome but it's also very daunting so I think just understanding how your mindset and how you act and the things that you do can really have the biggest impact on where you end up in life uh, is a really interesting concept and something that I feel like everybody should know about. So yeah, I wanted to talk about that. And so that's kind of the, that's kind of my midweek motivation for this week is just this quote that she says in her book, which is how we think shapes how we live. And it's a book basically about the the subtitle. Sorry, let me just restart there. The subtitle of this book is Stop Stopping the Spiral of Toxic Thoughts. And it's all about understanding how the brain works and how we can combat, you know, negative thoughts and change the way that we live our lives at the thought level. And it's actually a Christian book, so it is based in the Bible. So if you're not Christian, that's totally fine. There's still so much insight that she provides in the book. But I think one of the best things about this book is that it is a Christian book, but it's also very scientific. She brings out scientific studies. She has like all these annotations about where she gets her facts from. So a lot of the things I'm going to be saying in this episode today actually come from the things that Jenny Allen said in her book, but I just wanted to let y'all know that uh, I'm not going to cite all the scientific sources, but if you would like to, you know, read up on what I have to say, you can look at her book. She has pages and pages in the back of her sources. But yeah, I think this kind of motivation that we can change how we live by changing how we think. And I've talked about this concept of neuroplasticity in past episodes, especially with Adrian Finch in our manifestation episodes. And I think it's just really cool how we have so much power literally between our ears to shape the rest of our life. And the fact that we don't have to pay anything to have a brain to change our life. It doesn't take money. It doesn't take, I mean, I would say to a degree it takes time, but it doesn't have to take years and years and years. It doesn't have to take other people or outside influences to change our lives is such an uplifting and such a such like a freeing feeling that like, okay, I really do got this. Like I can change I can make my life better and so one of the quotes that she talks about a lot in this book um, is from Romans 12 2 in the Bible that says um, do not be conformed to the world but be transformed by the renewal of your mind and I just find that so 
just, yeah, freeing, such a freeing verse just because I feel like a lot of times I feel like things are out of my control or things that I um, can't, you know, change about my life. I feel like I'm sometimes stuck in the way that things are and it just is a really positive reminder that I can literally transform my life by renewing my mind, which basically means thinking new thoughts. So today I'm going to talk about kind of the importance of routine. I'm going to talk about how to take our thoughts captive and building routines that better serve ourselves in order to create the life that we want to live. So let's go ahead and get into it. So the first thing that I want to address is what is the meaning of the word routine? And according to the dictionary, uh, routine is basically just a sequence of behaviors. And in the book that I'm talking about, Get Out of Your Head, Jenny Allen talks about how your behavior stems from the things that you think. So because you think X, you do Y. So if you think I'm hungry, you are going to then do the behavior of getting up out of your chair and going to the fridge. And so by creating these behaviors and creating these routines, that therefore creates your lifestyle, which is a sequence of routines and behaviors. So by adding up your thoughts, you create routines, and by adding up your routines, you create your lifestyle. So then that begs the question, what makes your life today different from your ideal life? Um, What does your lifestyle look like right now versus what would the lifestyle of, you know, ideal Kelsey look like? And so I think that's something that's really interesting to reflect on and a concept that I feel like I've talked about a lot on this podcast and is kind of at the core of what What's Stopping You is about, is about understanding that you you have this version of yourself that is your best self. It's your ideal self. It's the self that you're striving to work towards. And then you have your current self. And I actually learned a lot about this in a psychology class as well. Um, but then you have your actual self or your current self. And there is a disconnect between your actual self and your current self. And that disconnect, depending on how far that gap is, um, between the two that creates tension and that creates stress and so if we can do things to you know reduce the size of the the gap between your actual self and who you are today and the self that you want to be that will therefore lower your stress and also make you closer to who you really want to be and what you really want to be doing so let's just think about it like what makes your life different from your ideal life if we think about let's say because this is a really easy example, especially this time of year. Let's say that you want to live a healthy lifestyle. I talk about this all the time on the podcast, but say you want to live a healthy lifestyle, but right now you are you know, eating a lot of fast food, you are oversleeping, you are not moving enough, you aren't going to the gym, all of those things. That Maybe that's you. Think about for a second, like, what does a healthy lifestyle look like? And for every person, it's different. For me, it might look like going to the gym five times a week. For you, it might just be trying to be active throughout the day and you don't like to go to the gym, you know? It really just depends. But you have to think. You have to consciously think and probably write down, like, what does your ideal healthy lifestyle look like or what does your ideal lifestyle in general look like? And for me, an ideal healthy lifestyle looks like 
going to the gym four to five times a week and making sure I'm eating enough vegetables and not getting a lot of fast food and not spending a lot of money on alcohol or also fast food, just going out to eat because in general, going out to eat is not good for you. So I don't want to spend a lot of money on that and trying to make sure that I don't sit in my apartment all day, you know, get a walk-in outside or try to just like, you know, not sit at this desk 24-7. Like even just getting up and going to the mailbox is like a good, you know, get your body moving type of activity. And so for me, that's what my ideal healthy lifestyle looks like. So once you consider all of those things that create that healthy ideal lifestyle that you're looking for, you can then begin to pick that apart and understand, okay, what are the routines embedded in that? For example, for me, in my healthy lifestyle ideal world, I would be working out five times a week. And so what does that look like? That means creating a ritual or a system of behaviors that allows me to go to the gym five times a week or get a workout in or however I want to do that. Um, And so if you think about it, those routines are a set of behaviors and within that set of behaviors are thoughts. So in order for me to get to that level of working out five times a week, I have to alter my behavior and at the beginning of that, I have to alter my thoughts. So if you backtrack... That, that would be backwards. So at the core level, you have to change how you think in order to change that behavior in order to get to the point where you've created that routine of working out five times a week. So therefore, becoming the best version of yourself requires you to change these thoughts and behaviors. So anything that you want to achieve whether that be you know a fitness goal, whether that be a career goal or just a personal goal, like for me, reading a book, I have to change how I think about books. I have to change how I think about fitness. I have to change how I think about X, Y, and Z. And then translate those thoughts into new behaviors, into new routines, and therefore create this new lifestyle. So... I hope you're still with me here. I know that's a lot so far and we're already 14 minutes in, but one of the great things about this book that it talks about is taking your thoughts captive and understanding that lifestyle and routines and habits all stem from a thought level. And therefore, if we are believing lies about ourselves or thinking negative thoughts, we'll never be able to create new behaviors and therefore new routines in this new lifestyle that we want to live. So the first thing that we have to do is stop believing these lies that I would never be able to read a book every month or I would never be able to work out five times a week. That's unrealistic. That's unattainable. And a lot of these times, these are lies. Maybe In some respects, it could be unattainable. Like if you wanted to read 20 books a month, like that might be a little unattainable. Like who has the free time to read 20 books a month? Which if you do read 20 books a month, I'm proud of you. But I think for the majority of people, that's unrealistic. But for me, reading one book a month, that is not unrealistic. So it's a lie that I'm telling myself that I can't do it. Anytime you basically tell yourself you can't do something, the majority of the time, it's a lie that you've created for yourself. It's a story, a false narrative that you've created about who you are. So now that we understand that, we can begin to interrupt those thoughts. Now that we know that by saying, I can't read a book every month, 
you know that that's a lie. You know that you're selling yourself a lie. You can then combat that and interrupt that thought with what would ideal Kelsey do? And I feel like this is something that I've been trying to do so much this year so far and something that has really stuck with me in the past when listening to other podcasts like Manifest with Tori Simone. That's an incredible one that kind of started my whole journey into understanding how to become this best self. But if you can get really clear on who the best version of yourself is, you can then take steps towards becoming that better version of yourself. And so I think the best thing that you can do is just take a day, take an hour, take as many hours as it needs to literally just sit in the quiet and just think about in every single area of your life, what would my ideal situation be? And I feel like you can't be overly like dramatic with it and say like my ideal situation is that money grows on trees and I get to eat ice cream every day and not get fat. Like obviously that's not realistic. We got to think within the realistic terms of things, but you have to start thinking about, okay, what would like what would the best version of myself do in each and every situation? And so whenever you are attacked by these lies about that you're selling to yourself, like I'm not good enough or I can't do that or I'm too tired or all of these things, you have to then, you know, think, okay, what would the best version of Kelsey do? And for me, when I wake up in the morning and say I'm too tired to go to the gym, which personally I'm not really a morning gym person, but I actually went to the gym this morning because that just like made sense with my schedule but most of the time I am a night working out person so I was selling myself this lie that I'm too tired to go to the gym I'm just gonna skip it but if I then you know interrupt that thought with thinking okay what would ideal Kelsey do ideal Kelsey would see that she has to go to the gym on her calendar and she would go and do it like that would be what the best version of myself would do so then that's going to change my thought pattern and think, oh, okay, well, I should do this. I want to do this because the best version of myself wants this for myself. And then that will change my behavior. So I'll get my butt out of bed. I'll get ready. I'll go to the gym. And I've then gotten one step closer to creating this habit of going to the gym on time and whenever I plan to. So we have to understand that because all of this starts at a thought level, we have to take each and every individual thought and question it and put it basically up on trial, actually. I heard my therapist say this, that you need to put your thoughts up on trial and think, is this true? Am I lying to myself? Or And or is this what the best version of Kelsey would do in this situation? So... Once you've kind of understood that, you can then begin to build routines that better serve you. And in the book that I'm reading, she talks a lot about how routines literally change our brain. Routines are automatic and ingrained responses to our thoughts, and therefore they literally change our brain chemistry. That is the essence of neuroplasticity. And this allows us to change our lives, like I said, at a thought level. So easy example, if 
I'm sure everybody knows that this is true, that a drug addict's brain is different from a normal not drug addict's brain. So drug addicts have created this habit, this routine, this lifestyle of constantly seeking drugs, whereas, you know, somebody who, you know, doesn't do drugs, they don't have that habit, they don't have that routine, and therefore they don't have that lifestyle. And that is able to be seen in your brain. So that's honestly really cool, but I think that's a good example of like, it doesn't have to be that dramatic. Obviously, I know like a drug addict's brain is probably extremely different from like my brain, but you can see that the way that we live our lives and the way that we change the way that we live our lives literally changes our brain. So how do I do this? That's probably what you're asking. You're probably like, okay, I understand that I need to change how I'm thinking if I want to live my best life. I need to understand what my best life looks like in order to understand how to close that gap between my actual self and my ideal self. You're like, Kelsey, I got that. But how do I start? Well, If it starts at a thought level, you have to start thinking. That's literally where it comes from. You can't start at the behavior level. That's the whole essence of this book that I'm reading is that everything starts at a thought level. You can't start changing the way that you behave and the routines you have if you don't start thinking differently. So you have to do this by literally setting time aside to start thinking. You have to start thinking about these things more often. So one of the first things that I would suggest and I think is a great place to start is just thinking about, you know, what your ideal life would look like and how you can build routines that kind of mimic that. So for example, I think everybody kind of has some sort of morning routine. Well, what if you spent an hour even, just a little bit of time thinking like actually about the things that you're doing in the morning and if they're serving you, if they're helping you get closer to the way that you want to feel and what you want to do in the morning and if that's leading you closer towards the best version of yourself. And same thing for a night routine. So I'll give kind of a little anecdote from my own life so that this all makes sense. So for me, when I sat down, I did this like I would say in December, which I've never had a really rigid morning routine, but I feel like the rigidity honestly helps me. But I sat down and fleshed out, like, what do I want to accomplish every single morning? What are things in general, not even necessarily have to be done in the morning, but just what are general things I want to do every single day um, as the ideal version of myself? And this are kind of what I came up with. And they're not in really any particular order. I don't always do them in the exact same order, but I literally have them written on a sticky note on my desk, like right by my bed. So I read this every single morning. So I don't forget anything. I like I'm, I like having it written down and like visual so I can like check it off in my mind, which might be helpful for you. But I physically wrote down a morning routine that, I feel like starts my day off the best that I possibly can 
And so my morning routine involves drinking as much water as I possibly can before my coffee is ready. So I just wake up, start drinking a ton of water while I'm making coffee and just literally chug as much as I can until my coffee is ready because one of the things that does get me out of bed is making coffee. So if I can try to sneak some water in there, that'll help with energy and dehydration and all of that. And I know it's really important to drink water in general. So I try to drink a lot of water before my coffee. And then I usually come back in my room, have my coffee out. I'm like a coffee sipper, not a chugger. So I like to, you know, be doing things and like moving through my morning while I drink my coffee. So I usually, you know, have my coffee on my nightstand or something and I'll pop in a podcast or some like exciting, uplifting, like happy music, but most of the time it's a podcast that I listen to and then I just get started on making my bed and doing my skincare and kind of getting ready for the day. Sometimes that involves, you know, my full makeup routine and sometimes that just involves changing out of my PJs and doing my skincare and maybe throwing a little mascara on. Um, So that varies day to day and then I will usually, you know, respond to some of my text messages. I I try not to just like be glued to my phone when I wake up because I know that's just not a great way to start the day. I've heard this so many times that it's important to be proactive in the morning and not reactive. And then when you're answering text messages, as soon as you wake up, like that's just you reacting to what, you know, people have said to you or doing the things that people are making you do because by someone texting you, it basically forces you to respond. So trying to start my day being proactive by making my bed, by, you know, doing my skincare, by getting ready. And so after I do all that, I'll answer my texts and kind of go on Instagram maybe a little bit. But I usually like to text at least one person a day and just be grateful for them and be try to like express my gratitude to them in some way. And I know this is like, It might seem a little robotic to do that, but generally every single day I'm like excited to text the person that comes to mind. Like when I wake up, I'm like, who am I going to text today and let them know that I care about them and love them? Like that's something that really excites me and I love doing that. And if I want to text five people one day, I will. It doesn't have to just be one person, but I like just telling somebody that I'm grateful for them or that I'm excited to see them or that I'm excited to talk to them on the phone or whatever it is. Um, And then I do one task every single day that is like a growth oriented task. So I like to, you know, journal sometimes. I've been reading a lot, Um, maybe going to the gym Uh, meditating. I actually really want to listen or watch that Headspace meditation documentary or like animated explanation for meditation because meditation as well in the book she talks about it too. Meditation like changes your brain chemistry as well. So that was a really big side note but I've been trying to do some meditation. Not great at it but yeah I can do meditation or just work on like goal setting and planning with my life or listening to you know, podcast about like 
important things. You know, a lot of the podcasts I listen to are like, you know, just my friends talking about whatever they want to talk about. But maybe if I spend, you know, 20 minutes or 30 minutes listening to a podcast that I can actually learn something from, like that's also another thing that I do or, you know, reading my Bible or, you know, any of these other things that kind of like facilitate a little bit of personal growth in the morning. That's what I like to do. And then I cap it off with brushing my teeth Um, because I'm a slow coffee drinker so usually I don't brush my teeth until like an hour after I've been up but yeah that I that is like my morning routine so basically you might be wondering like why does my morning routine look like that and it doesn't look exactly perfect every single day but I really do try to stick as much as I can to that routine and That's because every morning I'm thinking about how do I want to feel when I get up? How do I want to start my day off? And I want to start my day off with coffee because that makes me happy. Um, I want to, you know, start my day off happy. I want to start my day off motivated. I want to start my day off learning. I want to start my day off growing. And that's just me personally. Like you might not want to do all of those things until the afternoon. And maybe you have like an afternoon routine that's like that. But I just in the morning want to wake up and be grateful for the day, be grateful to get on my grind and, you know, start diving into all of the other things that I want to do. So this morning routine really, you know, get some of the things accomplished that I need to get done, like making my bed. I almost never made my bed until the past like year maybe two years, I would say. And I make my bed every single day. It helps my helps my mood so much because especially because I work from home I'm one of those people that I can't work from home unless my room is clean like my environment significantly influences my mood and my productivity so I know that I want to be productive and happy for the rest of the day so making my bed is the way that my best self prepares me for that productive and happy and excited day so I make my bed and I, you know, drink my coffee because that makes me feel good. And I'm trying to just, you know, grow and become better every single day by, you know, doing some sort of growth related task. And the great thing about that is that I give myself the freedom to do it in whatever order I want to. I can do, you know, journaling one day and reading another. So I have that freedom. I don't feel like trapped by my routine at all. And I think that's like also a great thing that you can do is like, There doesn't have to be one exact behavior that pushes you closer to the best version of yourself. Like, I don't need to journal every day to become the ideal version of Kelsey. Like, I could journal one day and then I could read another day and I could listen to a finance podcast another day and I could go to the gym another day. Like, that really just, it doesn't have to be super rigid and it doesn't have to be all exactly the same. It just has to have the same sentiment behind it. And I have a similar like thing for my night routine. I'll just jot it off for you just so that you know what it is, but I'm not going to go in depth. It has the same like sentiment. At night, I want to be relaxed, but I also want to make sure I don't forget to do all the little things like brushing my teeth and drinking some water before I go to bed, um, taking my vitamins, doing my skincare, doing another like growth-related task. Like it's usually reading. I usually like to read at night and then like journal or do exercise or something a little bit more. I don't know. I feel like reading is a little bit mindless for me or like relaxing and decompressing. Whereas like journaling, I feel like I take a lot more brain power and exercise obviously takes a lot of physical power and energy. 
Um, so I'll, I usually read at night, but I also sometimes do a meditation. Um, I make sure my alarm is set because, you know, you never want to forget to turn your alarm on. And I'll do like a five minute cleaning of my room every night in case, you know, I, I want to go to bed with like a clean space. I want to wake up to a clean space. I just want to keep my room clean at all times. I'm, again, a very organized person. So yeah, that's kind of my night routine. I don't usually do it in that exact order, but those are all the components of my night routine. So yeah, that's that's a great way to start essentially is just to think about how you want to feel in the morning or what you want to achieve. And it can be abstract. Like for me, I want to achieve productivity and the right mindset for productivity in the morning. Like I want to be excited to be awake, excited to be working on things. And how I achieve that is by, you know, having small little wins in the morning like by making my bed and by being grateful for the people around me and by listening to podcasts and music and having my coffee like that puts me in that headspace and the same thing with my night routine it puts me in the headspace of relaxing and making sure I've you know checked off all the boxes one of the things for me that I go to sleep struggling with is just racing thoughts like I'm always like well, did I do this? Did I do that? Did I take my medicine? Did I, you know, set my alarm? Like by ingraining all of those things in my routine, I no longer have to think like, did I do it? Because I know I did it. I know I finished the routine and I know that I don't have to worry about if I took my vitamins or if I took, um, or if I set my alarm, like it's not something I have to worry about. So that puts me in a better, more relaxed and ready to sleep mood. So on Instagram, I asked y'all what your ideal day in the life would look like, and that is kind of how I want you to begin to form your own routines. So obviously, when I said that, I did not mean for you to, you know, think, oh, I just want to go to Disneyland every day, and that's what my ideal day in the life would look like. Like, obviously, let's be realistic with it. Like I said earlier, what does like a realistic day-to-day but ideal day look like? And just think about like, what were you doing and why were you doing those things? Like for me, an ideal day in the life looks like I have time in the morning to do my morning routine. I'm not super rushed. I am able to be really productive from nine to five, work on my podcast, work at work, work on my social media, like get all of my things accomplished by 5 p.m., then go to the gym, have a little like hour to myself to decompress and like you know, get that sweat in and then I'm able to come home and then either hang out with friends or go make dinner or whatever it is, like kind of have like a few hours at night to myself to do whatever I want to do. And so that's what my ideal day is. And why am I doing those things? Because it shows what the best version of myself values. Because my best version of myself is productive, but she does take time for herself and she does live a healthy lifestyle. And so as you can see, all of these things align with that best version of myself. So what you can do is think about your ideal day and start to question like why in my ideal day do I want to wake up at 7 a.m.? Like what does that mean to me? Why do I want to do that? Um, Or in my ideal day, why am I working out? Like what does that mean to me and why did I do that? So break apart and start to understand these ideal things about yourself and use some of those things to begin to build routines. So if you know that on an ideal day you want to wake up at 7 a.m. because you know that it will help you be 
up and at them and productive and able to like, you know, move past your work and get on to the fun part of the night, if that's like what matters to you, then you know that you need to build that into your routine. And so I know this is like a lot to grasp. Like it's really a lot to think about that you have to, in order to change your life, you have to change your routines. And in order to change your routines, you need to change your thoughts. And by, you know, sitting down and really thinking about all of these things, you can then build routines that create, you know, not only make you feel the way that you want to feel, but get you closer to closing that gap between your actual self and your ideal self. So my challenge for the week for you guys, which I still haven't come up with a fancy name for this. So if you have a fancy name for this, like, after show challenge situation please let me know otherwise I'm just going to call it my challenge to you for the week Um, but my challenge for you is to just start to listen to yourself like just start to be more cognizant of the thoughts that you're thinking start to think about am I selling myself a lie am I selling myself short am I you know believing things about myself that are not true and am I How am I thinking about what, who I am today and who I want to be? Is there a great disparity between those things or am I pretty well aligned with the person that I want to be? Obviously for me, my ideal life at 21 looks very different from my ideal life at 45. Like my ideal life at 45 will be married with kids, but to me today, married with kids sounds god awful. So Think about today in this present moment in the next, like, let's say two years of your life. Like, don't think, you know, about the whole bigger picture of your entire life, but think about your ideal life in these next two years and just listen to yourself. Just think about it and listen and think about why do I want that? What and what can help me get there? And you can then begin to build routines that caters to these things so like I've explained many many times if your best version of yourself is you know a morning person and getting to the gym bright and early because you know that that will put you in a great mood for the rest of the day that's a great thing to try to start doing and I'm not saying that it's easy to overcome you know the thoughts of waking up in the morning and saying I'm too tired to get out of bed and go to the gym that takes a lot of sheer willpower to push through and it just takes time, but knowing that you are lying to yourself when you wake up saying, I'm too tired to go to the gym, knowing that you are literally doing this to yourself is really freeing to me. It really makes me realize that if I can just not think that I'm too tired, if I can just tell myself over and over again, I'm not too tired, I need to do this, I want to do this, the best version of Kelsey would be at the gym right now, It makes it so much easier to coach yourself and hype yourself up and get out of bed and get to the gym. So start to think about listening to yourself, listening to what you want in your life at this current moment, how to make today a more ideal day and begin to build routines that cater to these things. So overall, if you can change your thoughts, if you can change your behaviors, you can change your life. And that's kind of what I wanted to talk about. And like I said earlier, the best thing about all of this is you don't need to spend any money. You don't need to, you know, literally spend five years of your life searching for how to do these things I'm telling you the key right now which I learned from Jenny Allen's book get out of your head which I will of course link in the 
show notes of the episode and also if you want all of the um scientific resources that are in that book you can look at the back i'm sure she has like i said pages and pages of annotations and sourcing and all of that for all the facts but these are all things i pulled from her book so the best thing that um the best news about all of this is that it is all within your head like you don't need to spend money you don't need to wait years and years you can start learning these things today and it does take time but it also is again something that you you can do within yourself you don't have to wait for somebody to help you along the way and you don't have to you know wait until you get to a certain point at your life for you to start changing your lifestyle you can start changing your lifestyle today and Yeah, that's really all I wanted to get at with you. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. And like I said, the book will be linked in the show notes. But if you did enjoy, please be sure to rate and review the podcast. It helps me out so, so much. As well as following me on Instagram. Again, the links are in the show notes. But I'm excited because I'm going to have some new like interactive content to come. And because this episode I kind of explained a lot of like sequential thinking I'm going to probably make some social posts for you guys to see exactly what I'm trying to explain visually because Jenny Allen in her book has some amazing like visuals that really helped me understand what she was trying to say so head over to the Instagram I'll probably have something up for you to look at but yeah I want to create some more interactive content to engage you guys and also help you guys along the way so Yeah, that's all I have for you. I hope you're having an incredible Wednesday. And like I said in this week's midweek motivation, how we think shapes how we live. So let's just start thinking about how we're thinking. So yeah, I hope you have a great rest of your week and be sure to remember that this week's midweek motivation was how we think shapes how we live. So I just hope you carry that thought with you through the week and motivates you to, you know, really be introspective and reflect on the thoughts that you're having and see if they're serving you well or if they're, you know, tearing you down and not helping you get anywhere closer to where you want to be. So yeah, I hope that little, little ending nugget of wisdom helped you out, but, um, I will see you guys next Wednesday. Bye guys. Bye guys.